Welcome, everyone, to another Geek of All Trades podcast. It's uh, it's a me, Mario. Except no, it's Andrew, because I do everything around here, except for all the other stuff that I don't do. Uh, but <laughs> for the first time in a while for a Geek of All Trades podcast, I actually have a fantastic co-host. And you may know him. You may not. I, I don't know. He, he's not around very much. He's made a, like maybe one or two appearances. That's a punchline. It's Stephen Bateman. It's a B Mario. How you doing? <laughs> you got some wounded spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> and so Stephen, Stephen. Yeah. Oh, I said Hello. it. The, I said it the same way that I did. That I do in your promo. Hey, Stephen. Hey. Oh God, we need to update that. Oh man. Yes, we do. Anyway, as we all know, the Geek of All Trades podcast is an interview show centered around geeks. And sometimes they don't even know that that's what it is when they come on the show and they find out. Sometimes they think it's about goats. That was a yes. weird one. Right. Yeah, there was uh, there was this one time where Lo Williams put an image of a goat on the logo for the episode. That was confusing for me. Oh, I'm dumb. that was confusing for the goat herder we had in here, too. Yes. Our Geek of the Week, which is the terrible thing I used to say because I thought it would be a weekly show. It wasn't a weekly show. <laughs> no. Uh, our special guest today is comedian Will Gilman. Yeah, special, because I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're starting. We're starting it, punching and throwing swings. I, I can't wait until uh, the listeners that get mad at me when people make jokes about that particular subject come and talk to me <laughs> yes yeah. they do not like that man and nobody should I, I was gonna do wario was just gonna be like i'm a wario and i'm a gonna win but <laughs> then i said the r word and felt guilty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah even even that is because and, and I'm, I'm gonna go soapboxy a little on that subject because it actually is a uh, was a, a, a moment of recent had to go back and fix a podcast because uh somebody complained um and uh, it's just it's such a sensitive topic because we we grew up as 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 teenage boys, right? Sure. And, and I came out of my mother a teenage boy, right? And I mean, wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that that says an awful lot about your history, there, Will. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but in that, and we always got used to just like um, referring to ourselves or each other that. Well, oh, shut up! You're retarded. You yeah. Know? Or 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 even if I can be so bold calling somebody a faggot right like when i when i would call people that i was never like oh you're gay right and you the, know and they the were in, just being a faggot yeah the intention behind it was never what the normal you know thing was sure or, sure but when i would call somebody the n-word i meant it <laughs> 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 i know i too do not like northerners <laughs> But notice which of those words I'm willing to say and which one I'm not. Exactly. Oh God, there's that. Uh, there was that debate, and I don't remember who said it. Um, and where they said, you know, why? Why can? What? What makes the the N word any worse than calling a white person a cracker? And uh, the fact that you didn't say the word tells you that it's worse. Oh like, yeah, uh, yeah. John Mulaney did a bit about midget calling a short a little person a midget is like calling a black guy the N word. No, no. <laughs> very different concept. Because there, yeah, because like you said, there's one of those words you're willing to say, and mm -hmm. one of them you're not. <laughs> yeah, that's that's and that's the moral of that story. But you know what? It, what it comes down to is we don't make fun of uh, the uh, developmentally disabled in any way, shape, or form. 
a lot of us have to deal with that kind of um, situation in their life. And so a lot of people do that in very much stride. You know, they yeah. do a really, really good like, job. I, I'm not going to make fun of somebody who's a DD unless they're being an a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Then Just... I'm going after them. But not, like, I, I, I'm the kind of guy where, you know, I'm pretty open. I'll make fun of damn near anything unless it's something that you really can't help. Mm. Like, I think I, I, I don't know if I said this to you or, you know, but I'm not going to, like, if a soldier is in a wheelchair and he has no legs... I'm not going to walk up to him and be like, oh, come on, let's go for a foot race, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that was me you were talking to. But <laughs> but if he has a mole on his face, oh, I'm getting him, you know? <laughs> now, I'll even take it a step further. I'll make fun of the concept of a thing. Oh, yeah. But I will never take any person to task for something. Like, I don't have any jokes like this yet, but... I w- if I found something funny about the concept of, say, being transsexual or gay, I would absolutely go with that joke. But I would never then turn to somebody and go, ha, and that's all about you, you idiot. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How dare you be the thing you are? Exactly. Absolutely would, absolutely would not do that. But if I found something funny about a concept, why not yeah. explore that? Right. And that's, I mean, that's, a, that's, that's the way I've always kind of looked at it. Make fun of the idea, not the person. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, C- you know? Can I tell you guys about the last time I got called a faggot? Sure, sure. Oh, it was in uh, Newport, Washington. I was up there doing stand-up, and uh, I do a joke about potentially being gay. And uh, the the joke ends with, uh, and if it has a right flavor of cheese sauce on it, I may not notice when he finishes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really curious about this joke. It's a great joke. It's a good joke. I mean, it's kind of icky, but it's a great joke. Um, and there was a woman like fourth row in this bar who just starts shouting, no, no, you're fucking gay. You faggot. No. Wow. So then I hit on her boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) That is how you handle that. Yeah. Oh, such a perfect, that that is how you handle that. That was perfect. Uh, and see, and that's the thing as being a comedian. You you kind of have to make fun of everything. Oh you yeah, know? And like you're not doing your job if there are certain you unreasonably taboo subjects. Yeah, you're supposed to bring light to the world and 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 be that funny guy to help bring joy to misery. Yeah, like there there are topics that I don't go into as a comic, not because I don't want to go into them, but right. because I haven't figured out how yet. <laughs> sure, like absolutely. I I don't want to do a rape joke just to do a rape joke. Like, I want to have a crafted joke about it for it to work. Oh, um, that, that is, that and is... that's very difficult. I've only heard one. Actually, no, I've heard two work. Uh, George Carlin did one where he's like, people say you can't joke about rape. That's bullshit. Imagine Porky raping Petunia. <clears throat> <laughs> and then uh, Louis C.K. did one where it's like, oh, you know, it's, uh, you know, you really shouldn't rape people, you know, unless... Uh, you want to have sex with them, and they say no. <laughs> uh, Dana Gould actually has a really amazing one. I've heard those two, but Dana Gould does a really amazing one. and He does it in a special where he talks about how he talks about offensive things. And so it's very, it's in a set where he does a, uh, an AIDS joke, a 9-11 joke, and a rape joke all in one. And the preface <laughs> for this set is you can joke about anything as long as you know what you're doing. Yeah. And the rape joke is any whistle can be a rape whistle except a slide whistle. now i'm just imagining he 
does that for two minutes. <laughs> and then he goes on to a joke about, have you ever tried to rape a clown and followed him to his car, and then you have to rape him and 40 of his friends. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. They're, they're fantastic jokes. I mean, definitely recommend anything Dana Gould does, but his last special is amazing because he does a whole joke about the Special Olympics. <laughs> oh, that's that's a scary subject. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no! It's great. He he takes he takes all responsibility for it, and he it, it is all about his reaction to something. It's mm. very good. Yeah, that that's the other thing I hate when when comics will write a joke specifically to be offensive, and then try not to own the fact that they were being offensive. Right. Like my my philosophy is, I'm not going out of my way to offend people when I do my act or you know talk in general. But if I do, it's like, eh, <laughs> you know, it happens. Yeah, it happens. You know, just like, because just because you're offended doesn't mean I'm wrong. Right. And then, <laughs> yeah, that, that is the and that is the essential of the culture is like you can't assume anything. You, 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 oh, God, I could soapbox on that so hard, but I'm yeah. not going to. Well, I, like, I, I've decided I'm not going to because I'll offend someone. Uh, there, <laughs> There is an amazing video actually I just watched yesterday. Uh Bill Burr did a very long talk about it. Oh, yeah, that's a great video. Uh, it's a fantastic video. He's just sitting around with comics defending the idea of saying offensive words, and his whole point basically sums down to uh, when you make it about words, you're giving racist a roadmap to get away with thinking horrible things. Right. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So uh, on, on on to more happy thoughts. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're... Let's get away from racism and rape and abortion, huh? Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Two bits. <laughs> it's good that we started with such a light subject. Oh, yeah. 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 It's um, always good to begin in those areas. Oh, absolutely. So so as the listeners of this show may or may not know by now, um, the Geek of All Trades is about fleshing out the geek of the people involved. So um, we, we know that Stephen and I are geeks. We know what we're geeks about. But we don't know about Will and what he geeks is. What do you what, geeks, what he is? geeks is? What I geeks is? What do you geeks is? Um, I'm I'm definitely uh, a huge pro wrestling geek. Um, I don't know if the Stone Cold Steve Austin T-shirt I'm wearing gives it away. <laughs> um, I obviously wouldn't give it away to the audience since this is radio. <laughs> such a zilch. <laughs> Can't you listeners tell I'm wearing a Stone Cold shirt? God damn it! I can hear glass breaking and beer crunching. <laughs> so um, I'm pretty geeky about movies. Like I, I love indie film um, and, and that type of thing. I'm the, the we recently did uh, the there's a timed film contest here in town called the 50 Hour Slam, mm-hmm. and the film that I helped write and started and made the top 15. And then I was such a douche that I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to Woody Allen that shit because <laughs> Woody Allen he doesn't go to the Oscars. Because it interferes with his regular gig playing the clarinet. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't go. What? Yeah, yeah, he, that, he plays the clarinet fact. in a jazz band. That is the coolest thing I have ever heard. Yeah, there's a there's a great documentary called Wild Man Blues that follows Woody Allen's jazz band as they tour Europe. Wow, it is it is amazing and insightful. Um, so I uh, instead of going to this thing and potentially accepting an award, which I didn't win. And I didn't think I was gonna. I uh, went and I did a comedy show instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know which one's more fun. Right? Yeah, I'm For... like, oh, I could see me in a horrible belly dancing outfit on screen, <laughs> or 
<laughs> I can I can keep my belly covered. I don't think the the listeners are going to understand why that visual made me really upset. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at Will Gilman on Twitter, you'll see the the big gorgeousness that I am and you'll understand. <laughs> Beautiful in any any size. <laughs> Healthy in every size. That's what it was. So saith me, I'm Twitterman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Twitterman. I needed that factual backing. <laughs> I'll just be over here to yell at you if you do anything wrong. Okay. I won't tell you how to do it right, though. I'm an internet activist. Away! <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't leave, leave, because uh, Ash hasn't picked up her slammers yet. No, now she's she's just over there. Oh, did she 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 came to the studio this morning? <laughs> no, Twitterman is a she. Oh, how dare you judge? I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess yeah, I'm just because she has a mustache doesn't mean she's a he. Yeah, you sexist ass. Oh, I guess I'm not as progressive as I thought I was. Should have asked for her pronouns. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. the hardest part. I I'm also into into like performance poetry, mm-hmm. and uh, I host uh, one of the poetry slams in Spokane every month. And the hardest part about hosting the Poetry Slams is remembering the pronouns for people. Mm. Because there's some people, when I met them, there were she pronouns, and now there's he pronouns, or the other way. It's always the the transition with that. Like, I yeah. I haven't had personal experience with that in um, years, honestly. But yeah, there there's a certain transition that you just, it's hard to get used to. And it and it takes a lot a long long time, unless apparently you're absolutely a hundred percent perfect at being progressive. Yeah. Well, it, we as human beings are we're, we're sort of set into patterns and grooves. So when you get used to calling somebody a thing, yeah. Um, a friend of mine and a friend of yours. Oh. Um, oh. Was once named Kate and is now named Chuck. Oh, that's right. And that was a very difficult thing for me to remember for a very long time. I still think of them as Kate sometimes. Yeah, it's difficult. It's even more difficult for me because I still want to sleep with them. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was one time there was this uh, this girl I knew, and uh, she was identifying as a man. And um, I was like, you know, we were we were talking a lot. I worked with her, and we were getting really close. And I'm like, if I wind up dating him. Am I gay? That is a weirdly existential question. Yeah. And I wasn't really, you know, worried about it because I'm not, you know, I, labels don't bother me. Like, I'm right, I'm fat right. and crazy. But I don't... It's, it's a curious, it's a curiosity. <laughs> yeah. Thing, you know, it's like, again, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But does that change who I am? Yeah. Like, if I. If, or is that who I am? You like, know? I've always considered myself bi, although it's rare that I've met a man where I'm like, I've got to put his dick in my mouth. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I've only, uh, I haven't met him yet, but there's only one man that I've ever said that. <laughs> the of. Rock, right? Stephen Amell, actually. Oh, okay. Really? Stephen yeah. Amell, huh? Yeah. Uh, that man would make me gay. <laughs> well, there, there's a few. I'm, uh, I'm vi- gay for Stephen Amell. <laughs> I'm just making sure everyone knows Sure. Yeah. No, just... Uh, Say it loud and proud. That's the whole point. Uh, Vin Diesel, Edward Norton. And, Vin oh, Diesel, really? Vin Diesel. I don't know what it is about that mush mouth zilch. Uh, there's something about him, dude. Like I just see him, and I'm like, "Hey, let's he... go steal cars." Yeah, basically. And part of me is like, "It's I about wanna... family." I want that. I want that. Put your muscular arms around me and make me feel safe, Vin Diesel. It's <laughs> see, and I, I have to say, and... it, it is a comfort thing because. 
like Stephen Amell is like this muscular man, and it's like exactly. I just want to. I don't cuddle, but I'd love to cuddle that man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and then we go to the opposite side of the spectrum, where you've got a twink, Edward Norton. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I respect who could, who, could, who could hide behind you by standing still. <laughs> I Are know. you saying he's a T-Rex? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where'd you guys go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we stop moving, he can't see us. <laughs> I heard a voice, but there's no people. What's happening? <laughs> Disembodied voices. All of the listeners are hearing that right now. Oh, God. My medication isn't working. I have to run. <laughs> oh, God. I got really existential as I was. I, I went and got a Subway sandwich. God, I hate Subway. Oh, Subway's the worst. It's, it's terrible. But it's like, I, you know, my only, only other option between uh, our... Uh, uh, our studio and you, because um, I went and grabbed him because it was easier to do it that way, um, and brought him back to the studio. Um, it was the only food in between was McDonald's or Subway, and fuck McDonald's. Uh, well, yeah, and honestly, the reason I said that is because their drive-through was really good. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because I I would go McDonald's ten out of ten on that one. Right. <laughs> like the only time I eat Subway, uh, the bus plaza in Spokane has a Subway in it. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, if I don't want to make an extra stop, I'll settle for a subway. <laughs> well, they've also they got a pizzeria in there, too. Yeah, but it's only open, like, Monday through Friday oh, until, yeah, like, 6 then. o'clock. And it's it, pretty... Yeah, it's absurd pizzeria hours. Yeah. yeah. I'd, have you tried the carved turkey sub at Subway? Because that's actually really good. That's what I had. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I... the story wasn't about how awful Subway is, though. Oh, you know, I know, I know. But um, And I'm sitting there, and, and I'm listening to Star Talk. With uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Cosmic Queries, he had uh, Chuck. Oh, you said Queries, okay. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And God, what is the uh, comedian that he had on the show? Anyway, was it Eugene Merman? Yes, that's his usual co-host. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's also got Chuck Nice. Oh, and and Chuck Nice uh, does all of the uh, the promos and stuff. So I always saw Chuck Nice as his normal co-host, and Eugene was just kind of a fill-in, but. Anyway, irrelevant. But they're talking about uh, the, you know, at the the eventual end of the universe, will there still be things that uh, that the the remaining living civilizations can utilize for energy or something like that? Some conversation and talking about the eventual and destructive and trillions of years in the future, of course, of the universe. So some really light listening, right? <laughs> yeah. And well, it's, it's, events it's long time. after we become oil, right? <laughs> exactly. We're fueling their stuff, but yeah. But the thing, the, the 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 thought of, wow, what does happen? Like when this universe goes away, like that's the end of existence. And then you, like, I tried to fathom that in my mind. Like I tried to fathom it was not existing, and it's like. Well, then what? No, that wouldn't because we wouldn't. And I'm just like sitting here and I'm starting to freak out a little bit (laughs) because I can't actually fathom the idea of the end of the existence of everything. And it it just it that was weird existential crisis I thought I'd share. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, That is a pretty solid existential crisis. Yeah, it was solid. That's 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 existential. Yeah, that that is. 
wow, that is a lot to think about. And I'm going to try to neatly skip past it. Yeah, yeah. so that we all don't have a panic yeah. on, so on air. You know, panic in the dark later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that that would be great radio though for all three of us have a panic attack <laughs> at the same time. It's like this geek of all trades has suddenly turned into the Darkness Corner podcast. So <laughs> we got to talk about panic attacks, yep. you guys. We're, we're, we're suddenly the topic topic is panic attacks, and we just we just fooled you into thinking this was a geek of all trades yeah. to understand the process of how easy it is to get there. <laughs> Look, we're in a great, we're in a really fun, happy situation, and suddenly we're we're all just wanting death. <laughs> <laughs> That's how easy it is. That's a message for the darkest corner. We're not on the darkest corner. Right no. no, that was a joke. These are the jokes, people. <laughs> the serious message will be the same, but said very calmly, mm. as if on NPR. <laughs> I think he's making fun of me. Uh, no, making fun of NPR. That's true. That's easy. Yeah. I get I get kind of um monotonous on that other show. Oh, no, you're not monotonous, you're just calm and you're approaching it the right way there. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the compliment. Now, yeah. we're not here to talk about me, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, because if I was approaching a depression podcast, it would be very different. Yeah. It would be like, "Hey guys, I was in the mental ward last week. Isn't that funny?" <laughs> Uh, sure, it's funny there, William. All right. Who wants to fuck dudes and drink beer? <laughs> I mean, everybody handles their depression differently. But, but I guess uh, I know that's his way. I love beer. Um, you know, you stick with the dudes, unless it's Steven. Um, I got the instructions Steven. wrong, and I drank a person. Help. <laughs> that's uh, going to be on your tombstone. <laughs> I <laughs> drunk a person, Stephen Bateman, 2016. <laughs> hashtag send help. Yeah. Because tombstones will have hashtags on them. Oh, hashtag yeah. all lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's pretty obvious that Will's a comedian. And there, there's that little subtle underlying thing that we didn't tell anybody, but Stephen and Will are actual friends in real life. Uh, what? What? <laughs> They didn't know this, and I'm sorry to break the news. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. God, that explains so much. I thought I would have better looking friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have me now, so oh, okay. we, we, we're, we're working. I'm now. working my way up. Um, <laughs> they, they do comedy together at the Blue Door Theater that you hear so much about from Marjorie and Stephen and Alex and now Will and... I'm getting all the blue door people one at a time. Yeah. Just, just farming them slowly. Right. So one day I'll get that Mike guy who yells a lot, which will be fun. <laughs> like uh, that's his shtick. I talk about it every time he comes up, which is like that guy's that guy's primary thing when he's funny is always, Hello, I am here to do the things. <laughs> and it's always just really loud, but it's always funny. Unless it's the other one, which is the gravelly as again, you know one, you know. But it's always funny. We talked about that on, on a nerd uh, a while ago. <laughs> it's weird. He's only ever seen Michael a couple times, and he managed to get that much. Yeah. I've seen him on the stage several times, <laughs> though. Like, uh, I've, I mean, I've done the Blue Door thing sporadically Whoa. a bunch of times throughout the years, but um, he's always he's he's one of the staples that seems to always be there, but that's that's been his shtick every time, is either yelling or gravelly. So. You think he's funny on stage. Wait till you start texting with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Marjorie was telling stories about him. Um, well, Marjorie knows him a little better than the rest of us do. Right. Not actually, let's, but yeah, no, funny guy, funny guy. But you, you, right? You are this enigma to me because I've, out, out of all the times <laughs> I've gone to, 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 uh, and I'm pointing at Will if anybody's doing this. <laughs> um, Good is, radio, pointing. Is, <laughs> is that I've gone to Blue Door a lot. I've never seen him. What? Like, he's never, he's never been uh, doing, doing the improv at the times that I've been there. 
but Stevens always, you need to get uh, my friend Will Gil- uh, Will Gilman on the show. You need to get him. You you need this. Yeah. This is happening, Andrew. Do this. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you talking like me right now, Steven? It's freaking me out. Your impression, your imp- uh, impersonations are getting better. Um, anyway, not so- if you have him do Mark Wahlberg. What? You got a problem with my Mark Wahlberg impression? <laughs> Who the fuck are you, pal? I don't see you doing any celebrity impressions out there. Celebrity no, is a little, that, that's a little push in the, you know, celebrity. People know your name, but I don't know if that makes you hey, a hey, celebrity. Hey, 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 hip hop star? Double A plus actor? <laughs> Double A plus, huh? Double A plus. That's right. Out of what scale? <laughs> <laughs> look, it goes. Look, look, it starts one out of a hundred. You have double A plus. Yeah, double yeah, A plus out of a hundred. That's me, <laughs> right there. That's past a hundred. It blows hundred off the roof, and it goes to another building, and it blows that roof off too, and then it robs a bank. That's I think how it's good more I like am. a horseshoe. You've gone so far that you've gone back to shitty again. You know what? You know what? You're gonna call me shitty. I own a burger restaurant, several of them. I, Wait, is so this, you're a McDonald's franchise owner? Is that what I'm hearing? Is no, this Steven or is this Mark? Because the voice has really gone back. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My voice has been consistent this whole time. Consistently Steven, yes. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> That guy's not even in the room right now. <sighs> All right. <I'm- laughs> Mr. Wahlberg, I'm going to say once more, get the fuck out of my studio. <laughs> oh, fine. You don't know talent when you see it. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, there's no goddamn door in the studio. What the fuck? <laughs> took it off people kept slamming well i I understand that the slammers are annoying sometimes (laughs) i can't find them so i just took the door off (laughs) (laughs) little sneaky bastards (laughs) yo ash is really good at planting them everywhere (laughs) she's never been (laughs) i got i recently got caught up with the why haven't i seen this because i'm terrible at listening to podcasts irony and (laughs) well you're so busy producing them exactly i barely listen to my own um (laughs) I don't listen to my own other than editing. That was a joke. Uh, so, but it, but it was uh, the Magnolia episode. Yeah. Um, I say that because I don't know how many episodes will be by the time this comes out. But next Saturday. Um. So anyway, um, I was listening to it, and you you uh, you guys were talking, and one of the characters came in and left, but didn't do the slam, and she made note of it. <laughs> and she's like they're not really doing the slams anymore and you're like well they, you left all your slammers at the dracarium which she did <laughs> and then she goes on to say i've never been over there i've never been invited and i'm like what yeah you have she- i have been pushing <laughs> the fuck out of trying to get her on the goddamn show i went on to the dracarium page onto the wisp page saying hi just listen to the show and of course i've been trying to get you on the show for moms <laughs> And I just got a like out of that. I got no other response. Just why haven't I seen this? Liked your post. Well, thanks. Yeah. God. That helps. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Steven, we're going to do this uh, thing in the studio. You should bring Ash. Oh, she's going to be sleeping. God damn it! She, she works at night, so she sleeps during the day. It's very difficult to yeah. get her up. Right. We don't usually do these during the day, but we've got a lot on the plate today. So. Mm, <laughs> lots of stuff going on here. Yeah. Yes. And Food Street. And Food Street. <laughs> Which is a reference to a previous conversation. No one was a part of it. <laughs> no, no, I get it. It's fine. You, you have to go to Food Street to get the foods yeah. on the street. It's where they park the trucks. And you can show up to barbecues that aren't happening. Oh. Yes. Invisible barbecues. <laughs> Conceptual barbecues. It's, it's very avant-garde. Yeah. Hey, I'm here with the beer. Go ahead and fire up the grill, buddy. No, Mark Wahlberg came back in the room. <laughs> That sounded like Mark Wahlberg shit. <laughs> sounded as Mark Wahlberg easier stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It's not supposed to be a good impression. <laughs> it's just supposed to be fun. Oh. So, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna try to go back to the thing. What we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about me, Steve. Bill Cosby, is that you? <laughs> let's go back to talking about. Let's go back to the thing and here have this glass of wine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Done with the Cosby. I'm a special gravy pudding pop. <laughs> special gravy pudding pop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What was it? The barbecue sauce. Who brought up the barbecue sauce last time? Uh, uh, I think it was knows? Benjamin. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so in the in the realm of all things geek, is there anything stereotypical geek that you do? Um, I mean, I, I'm I could I I want to be into comic books, but I for some reason mentally I can just never follow them. Oh God, I'm the same way. I have trouble reading comic books, but like when the comic book movies come out, oh, yeah. I practically get a boner. Sign me up. You seen so, Civil War? Not yet. No. Oh, it's all good. No, the, uh, this next coming Friday when I get paid from the day job, uh, that's one of the things I'm doing. Yeah, definitely worth it. Yeah, this last payday, it was, oh, I owe my dad a bunch of money. I should be responsible. <laughs> God, I hate being old. Yeah. Stupid adulting. I know. God. Ridiculous. Just wanted to to jip the bastard and go watch a movie. <laughs> now, uh, what you might consider doing, because I have the same problem with regular serial comic books, is I have trouble keeping up because I already read one and I don't necessarily remember to get it next time. Mm-hmm. Trade paperbacks might be your answer. Oh, okay. They're just big collections of all the issues. Well, no, it's not like keeping up issue to issue. It's actually reading the book itself. Oh, I have really? trouble yes. following and putting together the story. Oh, yeah. Well, that comes down to artistic direction, and sometimes they do some really weird shit with frames. Yeah. Well, either way, it's like I have the same thing, and there's a few that I've, I've been able to muscle through, and the stories were great, but it's really hard for my brain to separate the visual elements as with the words. Like yeah. Being able to, to read what they're saying and see what's going on at the same time in the frame like it takes me an exorbitant amount of time to get through a simple comic book because i mean it it's it seems like overstimulation to me yeah like not. when when superman died i read a bunch i tried to read a bunch of those books right and then my parents for christmas got me the novelization and after reading the novelization i was like oh that's what happened right <laughs> I like word pictures more than I like pictured yeah. words. Sure, yeah, like absolutely. right right now, I'm uh, currently reading uh, Elvis Costello's autobiography. Hmm. Um, I've been really into Elvis Costello music the past few days, so hmm. it's that. That's probably geeky because when I usually when I <clears throat> mention the name Elvis Costello to people, they think I'm just making fun of the king of rock and roll. Oh God, no! But wow. it's like no, no, no. Listen to this song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He might have been named after him. For yeah, all yeah, know, yeah. He you know. t- yeah, he took the name because he wanted to be ostentatious. Yes. Because Declan McManus wasn't a good rock and roll name. <laughs> it's a great wrestling name, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And now, coming down the aisle. And your next contender weighing in at 487,000 pounds. <laughs> He's a planet. He's eight <laughs> feet tall, King. His opponent has a family. What are they going to do? Oh, God, that was good. That was good. <laughs> I can I can do pre Bell's palsy Jr. Yeah, current Jr. is a bit harder. That's but, a thing. <laughs> yeah, but Steve uh, like, almost choked. Yeah, see, <laughs> here's how much of a wrestling geek I am. Jim Ross, uh, they they have a show on Access TV, which used to be HDNet, where they take uh, about a year old New Japan Pro Wrestling footage mm-hmm. and put English commentary over it. Oh God! And Jim Ross is one of the guys doing the English commentary. And Naturally. it is fucking amazing listening to him call these real because he's 
Japanese wrestling, they work hard. They hit hard. Like, there's guys, when they do headbutts, you can hear the conk of the skulls, mm. and it's disgusting, Ouch. but awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's cool. It's, it's, yeah. it's nice to have a nice mix. Um, I've had a few that don't really, uh, a few geeks on the Geeks of All Trades who don't really stereotypical geek. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's been the whole thing behind the Dracarium is that everybody geeks about something. Oh, yeah. And it can be anything. And we help you flesh it out and help you re- come to that realization and take the stigma off the word. Yeah. You know? Like like every time I see somebody who over geeks out about uh, Harry Potter or Doctor Who, I'll start to write a reply to it. Like, oh, you fucking idiot. And then by the time I get done with the word idiot... I look at my iPhone wallpaper and realize <laughs> it's a painted photo of Japanese pro wrestler Shinsuke Nakamura. Ah, Merlo Williams <laughs> loves that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm man. like, I have absolutely no room to talk. Backspace, backspace, <laughs> exactly. backspace. <laughs> and see, and that's that's the very thing. There's a lot of people that don't don't make that cross connection. Yeah. Like, uh, and and one of the biggest uh, uh, one of the biggest. Uh, What's the word? The 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 group of people that cross that line more often, the biggest uh, violators, like hypocrites, right? Yeah, are 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 a part of a geekdom that I myself am in, and that's sports. Oh yeah, you know, sports geeking is still geeking. They are right there on par with the rest of the geekings, but they they treat it as if. Because sports is a social norm, normity. You know, it's something that you're you're allowed to be geeky about. <laughs> but apparently you're not allowed to be geeked about anything else. So we all get to feel shitty for it. Yeah. yeah. I love football, NFL, as much as I will very much vehemently oppose that statement during the season when I hate the NFL and all their stupid <laughs> things. <laughs> because they ruin football. And they really do. But it's still a really entertaining watch. I know all, I know the rules like uh, Merlo Williams um, uh, will... Basically, he'll ask me, like, why is this a thing? Why did that happen? And it wasn't, say, it wasn't a touchdown. And I'll go through every single detail and every millimeter and every every rule that applies to this and tell him why that, even though it looked like a touchdown, wasn't, or vice versa, that it was a touchdown and and looked like it wasn't, you know? Like how, how he got tackled before the line, but the ball went over. And he, what well, doesn't make sense? And he'd freak out. <laughs> like, I am the epitome, one of the epitomes of sports geeks without going into the world of fantasy football. I feel like doing a sports podcast with you would be a lot of fun. Actually, I think there is one in the works, but it won't be with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. We had that conversation. Back but... when I was in college, I did a sports podcast. Oh, yeah? Um, and I'm not really into sports unless it involves people fighting. Uh, like UFC, I'm really into. Boxing, kind of, you know. Fencing. Yeah, fencing. Oh, man. You should see some of the fencing videos on YouTube. Um but these guys, they were doing, it was back when I was in college, and these guys were doing this sports podcast, and everybody was like, this podcast is awful. <laughs> Will, you need to help them out. I'm like, but I don't know shit about sports. <laughs> like, but you know shit about being entertaining. And having a personality. <laughs> yeah. So I would go in there, they would give me a list of the topics they wanted to talk about, and I would just feed them into the topics and make jokes while they did the sports analysis. So basically, and you were their sports show to Star Talks format, which is Neil deGrasse Tyson and his not always exactly entertaining talking about astronomy yeah. and, and cosmetology. Or cosmetology. Cosmetology. Yeah. Makeup. Yes. yes, Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> oh. famed hairstylist. Yeah. 
You uh, should see when he does a manicure. Yes. Oh. All of the astrophysics, <laughs> right? And that's boring. So he's got his comedians there to help lead the show. He, yeah. They, they ask the questions, they tell the jokes, and they keep it entertaining. So it was like that. Yeah. Okay. I could get down. I could get down with that. Yeah. Definitely. That would actually. Yeah, be we won an award. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that the one that you won the award for that you missed that you skipped? No, no, because oh. that was uh, that was years ago. Oh, okay. But I didn't go to that award ceremony either. <laughs> <laughs> And why would you? Who wants yeah. to get an award? Yeah, who wants to get an award? You've got a clarinet to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's too funny. Uh, but yeah, no, I, t- I totally think doing a sports podcast with you or even just watching a fucking football game would be great because I don't understand all of that stuff. I finally found my in in terms of sports radio, and that's Pistol Shrimps Radio, which if you guys aren't listening, you fucking should. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Matt Gorley and Matthew McConville of the Super Ego Improv Troupe mm-hmm. calling women's recreational basketball. <laughs> but uh, Matt doesn't know anything about basketball. Oh, good. And McConville knows only a little bit about basketball. <laughs> so they're calling the game and they're doing actually a pretty good job of it. And then they're just talking to each other the way they do and just being silly. So it's really, really engaging. Sounds engaging. Yeah, I listen to it. I listen to it when I'm driving, and it's mm, so good. Hmm. We'll have to check that out. And yeah, if if you want to learn more of the the world of sports, we don't even have to do a podcast. You could just come watch football with me. I, I could. <laughs> I could. I, I, I like watching football in HD because there's all sorts of colors. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's <laughs> the way. <laughs> it's total ADD entertainment because it's like, oh, the the guy in purple. Hey, that's a really bright purple. Oh, hey, look the the the. Carolina things are doing good. <laughs> the, the Carolina <laughs> things are doing good. <laughs> Will Gilman, 2016. That's <laughs> going on your tombstone. <laughs> <sighs> Too good. Too always good. good when a bit comes around and bites oh. me in the face. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was a good timing for it, too, because we've run out of time. <laughs> oh. Because we, we geeks of all trades, we gotta we gotta slow it down. We gotta keep it short. We'll learn a bit a little bit about you, but hopefully you'll be willing to join us on say a never ending random discussion soon. Maybe. Okay. What's well, the pay for it? Uh, exposure. All right, I'm getting <laughs> naked. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing we all get paid for. Paid in. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, thank you for tuning into the Dracarium's Geek of All Trades podcast. If you like what you heard, go on to iTunes and give us a rating. Remember that those are important. We show up further in the top of the list for the recency and frequency of our ratings. So go on there and tell us what you think. If you have feedback, comment on the post, comment on the fi- the, the website at celebrategeek.com slash and or pantspending.com. They all lead to the same place now. This is the Dracarium's only podcast anymore. Never any random discussion is not our podcast anymore. It's Pants Penning. Pants Penning podcast. Still our podcast. It's complicated. Subscribe. It's a whole lot of corporate espionage and buyouts and stock leverages. And just watch Mad Money. You'll figure it out. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Exactly. Watch Mad Money once and you'll understand how podcasting works. Subscribe (laughs) to the show. (laughs) Share it with your friends. Like us on Facebook. That would be uh, facebook.com slash Dracarium. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so just search Celebrate Geek on Facebook. You'll get it at Look, all. Look, there's no cues in the word. That's your only hint. Yeah. <laughs> now go forward. But weirdly the enough, there's a couple of Zs. <laughs> Have fun, fucker. 
<laughs> it's got one of those lowercase, uppercase, lowercase X things. Yeah. Because you're straight edge. And there's an O with an umlaut. <laughs> I love umlauts. And there's three emoji. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Pants pending. Pants pending. I'm not wearing pants. This is a podcast. <laughs> Radio. Um, and he put me in his car. <laughs> he doesn't know the plan. <laughs> Should we tell him that the plan rhymes with murder? <laughs> yes, the plan is girder. We're giving you a girder. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to be turned into a sheep herder. <laughs> no, that doesn't, that doesn't rhyme. No, we were giving you a pair of binoculars and making you a birder. Oh, Ooh. Left field is straight out of. <laughs> Not that I'm sexist, but kitchen uh, kitchens need to stay in women. <laughs> I, went with it. I went with it. Kitchens need to stay in women. That's <laughs> Andrew Reisenhoover, 2016. <laughs> Isn't that a context that I can throw in there? That's going to um, be on your tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Or we're going to get you really drunk and get it tattooed like a tramp stamp. <laughs> Reach up for something, and it's like, what's that on your back? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I made some mistakes, all yeah. right? I was hanging out with these two bald guys. They offered me whiskey. Never trust Baldman. Yeah. <laughs> Never trust a Baldman. <laughs> this podcast is a Pants Pending Studios production. And part of the Pants Pending Studios podcast network. Find more great shows just by searching Pants Pending in your podcatcher. For more information or to contact us directly, visit us at pantspending.com. Please subscribe to this show, share it with your friends, like it on Facebook, and rate it on iTunes. And we thank you for making us a part of your listening day. Pants pending. Pants pending. Pants pending. Pants pending. Pants pending. Pants pending. Studios!